Welcome to the Elevated Movement Podcast. My name is Jake Gagan, and I am so grateful that you are joining us here today. I hope that you enjoy this episode and that it can add value to your life in some way. If you do enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends as it helps us tremendously and allows us to spread this message of positivity with as many people as possible. Without further ado, this is the Elevated Movement Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Elevated Movement Podcast. My name is Jake Gagan, and, and we are so excited to be having you on today. Whether you are watching on video, whether you're listening to this through the airwaves, we're happy to have you. This is Thanksgiving Day, and this is the first annual Thanksgiving podcast, the Elevated Movement Podcast, and we're very, very thankful that you're joining us here today. I'm here right now with Lucas, Lucas Jacobson, my best friend. We're located in San Francisco, California, and we are going to be having some special guests joining. The first one should be joining in about a minute, but Lucas, thanks for joining me in person, man. Happy to have you on the first annual Thanksgiving Friendsgiving podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, Jake? What's up to everyone else? Um, happy to be here. This is my second time out on the podcast, and I think I was... First guest, I think. One of the first. I, yeah, I was, I was like the third podcast you ever did. And since then, it's gotten a lot better. Yep. And uh, really excited to talk to everyone we're about special to Special guests. There's a lot of special guests coming on. I'll tell you what, the first guest who should be logging on right now, I told her to log on at 2.15. She is a very, very special guest. She is the most important person in my life, my best friend. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have our first guest of the day. She is coming by way of Tampa, Florida. She is the first lady I ever met. She is my beautiful mother. Her name on the screen is Mama Sue. Sue Gagan, welcome to the first annual Friendsgiving podcast. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you, Jakey. Actually, I just love the fact that you've invited me on. I'm like number one. This is amazing. You're literally the first guest beside Lucas, but he's with me. But you are the you are the first guest on the Friendsgiving podcast, Mom, and this is the first Andrew. When I when I was talking to my friends about doing this, I literally said, "I want one guest on the show. I want my mom and I want my dog." So Marley if you're on Gagan. video, Marley Gagan, how are you, my sweet angel? And you got a, you got someone crawling behind you. I don't know what's going on, but you got That's someone crawling. It. It. She's my it. Marley, Marley, and my mom are on the podcast. Mom, welcome to the show and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, love. I love you so much. I Dude, love you. In the office right now? I'm sorry? Are you in the office right now? Yes. Yeah, we're, well, I, I, think, I always uh, work. I'm a grinder. I mean, she's a grinder. She's a sales, she's a salesperson, and that's where I get it from. But mom, I think uh, we're gonna start this by obviously welcoming you. Um, you know, we're so grateful that you're on today. We're gonna have a lot of special guests coming on throughout the show. This is the first annual Friendsgiving. We're obviously doing it remote with everything going on, but uh, over time we're gonna be doing this in person, having a little bit of a celebration. Lucas and I may or may not be celebrating now, but anyways, it's Thanksgiving Day. We're all talking about how grateful for we are. So I have to ask you, Mom, uh, first annual Friendsgiving question: What are you grateful for most in life? You. And there you have it, folks. That's the whole bye show. Bye. That's the show. Now. We'll see you later. <laughs> That's so sweet, Mom. I'm, I'm so grateful for you, too. I love you. Thank you. I love you. I'm going to tell you a funny story about you 25 years ago, so remind me of that. Um, I think, first and foremost, I'm grateful for my parents because my parents actually chose me. 
So I was very, very fortunate to be raised in a loving family with two parents, um, two grandparents. Just, I, I, I seriously thought I was raised in utopia. I always said I was the richest girl in the world because of the love I had for my family. And I had no idea we had no money, but I'm so <laughs> grateful to yeah. be raised by my parents that chose me. So my everything that I do is probably because of my parents that I've passed on to my kids, hopefully. Yeah, no, I think you've you've done a great job. And honestly, I think uh I think we we talk pretty much every day, but I think we were talking about this. You know, it's I'm just grateful to have you in my life as a supporter. I think you've been the biggest supporter of my life. And I told you this, even when things are ridiculous, like even when I said, Hey, I want to leave Kansas because I don't like it anymore. Hey, leave. I'll support you. Let's even go. when I want to leave my job, it's hey, leave. Even when anything's going on, you've always been super supportive of me. And I think that uh is the most amazing motherly traits that you possess is that no matter what I do, good or bad, you're always there to support me and always there to love me. It's just innate. I mean, like you're mine. I will do anything for you. I'm like the mama bear. Like that's just who we are. And I'm telling you, I got married at 35, had your older brother at 37, you at 40. And 40. 40. And I'm like 47, so I don't know how that's working. Out. <laughs> You age well. It's like um, having y'all in my life gave me a second life. Like my first 35 years were phenomenal. You know, living here in Tampa and just having a great life and then getting married and having y'all. It's just amazing. So I'm grateful. Well, we'll get on to my two sons, first of all. But yeah, my parents that brought me into this world and gave me the best life ever. And and rest in peace to both your parents, Irving Ladder, Donna Ladder, just phenomenal grandparents. They they showed me the way. They really were just you know incredible. And you know it, it's it's crazy as you get older because I remember all the Thanksgivings that we would spend together, even as early as Woodstock, Georgia, and all of our family would come in. And then when we went to Florida, Eddie and Kelly and the girls and Scott and everybody and and I remember you know like just the memories that come with Thanksgiving. We'd go around and obviously the head of the household would always make the speech. It would get down to my dad's turn to make the speech and he would probably get what? Three words in uh-huh. three words in, and just start crying. He'd just start crying anytime he would, he would try to make a speech because he was just so thankful. So I think this, this holiday is so fantastic because it, I don't know how it started, you know, right. I, I don't think it started on a great way Thanksgiving, but anyways, like we've, tra- we transitioned into making it a, a holiday that we spend with family to be thankful and grateful. And obviously I wish I could be home with you, but obviously everything that's going on with the coronavirus, we can't, but I'm glad that we, uh, we have this here today. I agree. I also was just downstairs talking to Amelia, who's our hospitality. She works our hospitality. And I told her, she goes, why are you here today? It's your day off. I said, oh my gosh, like I'm always here. But no, I said, I'm up, coming up to do like, you know, hop on a Zoom call with my son to talk about Thanksgiving and why we're thankful. And she's like, but you're like that every single day. And I yeah. truly am. Every day I wake up and you know, I, I, I speak to that every day. Like I wake up every day and it's a great day. And you know why? I'm going to make it a great day. And I'm grateful. I have you in my life. I have your brother in my life. Like, I don't, I don't want for anything. No, I think, uh, I think you've always done a great job at that is, is just being the happiest person in the room, you know? And I always tell people whenever I talk about you, mostly women, when I talk to women about my mom, which usually comes up on the first date, I say, (laughs) look, my mom, literally, I've seen her have four bad days. Her first bad day was when her mom died. Her second bad, bad day was when her dad died. Her third bad day was when my dad died. And her fourth bad day was when she got cancer. Other than that, she has always been as consistent as possible. She's always had the most incredible days. 
and she makes the most of life. And I'm so grateful because you really have passed that trade on to me. Um, and you know, I think that's amazing because a lot of people focus on the negative. A lot of people like to dwell on what's going on, but you have always made every day great. And honestly, if you could talk a little bit about that, like, how do you do that? Why do you do that? How is every day such a positive day for you? Um, that stems from my father. Um, I think I was maybe like 25 years old and I had this Fiat and Fiat stands for fix it again, Tony. So it was always in the shop. And I remember walking out the door going, dad, it's like $300. And he started laughing at me and he's like, wait, are you really crying? Are you really upset over $300? I was like, huh? Cause I don't have it. He writes me out a check. He goes, don't ever cry over something that's like, unless it's life or death. Yeah. So I, from that point on, guess what? I got breast cancer. Yeah. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. God gave wow. it to me. He didn't give it to my sons. He didn't give it to my parents. He gave it to me. And it was a gift. You know why? Because I met so many people. I impacted so many lives. I got a brand new body. To this day, I'm 20 years out. Guess what? I am forever indebted that I got it and not my family. Like I had Gillian Bray when I was 17. I was in Shan's teaching hospital. I was hooked up to tubes. I couldn't breathe on my own for four months. 17 years old. I swam at Plant High School. Great athlete. Why did this happen to me? I don't know, but it happened to me. And guess what? Every day is a great day. I'm not hooked up to a ventilator. My kids are not hooked up to a ventilator. I wake up. I can go walk four miles with my friends. That's my therapy. And yeah. I'm telling you, every day is a great day in my life. Wow. I, I love that. I think I, I think I realized how close you guys were I, the first time I met Jake because he, he had a tattoo already. You're still alive. Yeah, he had the the breast cancer tattoo. Yeah, that was my first tattoo. I have a breast cancer ribbon on my uh, left ankle. Is the first tattoo I ever had, and I got it on my mom's 15 year survival survival date. So you know, you don't always have to get a a tattoo when someone dies. Like I got it because my mom was still here. So my first tattoo I ever got breast cancer. It's there on my ankle, and it's my favorite tattoo. I can say that because I have my mom with me forever. Even though I have her in my life now, she'll always be with me forever. Thank you, love. Sue, it's really impressive. I mean, you going through that and and the energy you bring every time I see you, it's 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 truly impressive. And you know, like Jake is the man he is today. I mean, just because you are the woman who you are, absolutely. And, and it's you know, it's it's really something to see. And I'm just I'm just happy. I, I know both of you guys. Um, I'm so grateful. Like, talk I, about being grateful. Ah, oh, I'm so grateful for my two boys. Like I have the best. I have the greatest gifts. I truly do. I tell everybody I'm the richest woman in the world. They go, wait. You live at Post Harbor. I go, I am the richest woman in the world. I have my two boys. And I, yeah. I, I, seriously, I, I seriously mean that. I, there's Absolutely. nothing I want. Nothing. I, I love, I love this. And let me be grateful one time, guys, because I think we need to show a huge debt of gratitude to Lucas Jacobson, uh, one of my best friends. He's been there for me forever. And, uh, you know, when I, when I moved from University of Kansas, I moved from University of Kansas. Come on in, come in the screen, Lucas. Let me just tell people that. So I moved from University of Kansas and I, I was moving back to California. And Lucas literally flew out from California on his own dime to Kansas and drove across the country with me uh, to help me move back. And that's just the most unshel- unselfish thing that a friend can do. But not only did he do that for me, oh, wait. But, but my mom moved. And guys, if, if I'm watching this in the future, don't forget mom moved to California for a little bit. I might forget because it was like a one month move, but she moved back from California to Florida. And there you go again, Lucas Jacobson 
moved my mom back from California to Florida. So, mom, I think we both owe a, an applause yeah, to Lucas Jacobson for just being a phenomenal friend. Cheers to Lucas. Also thankful for uh, not being back to the Midwest since. And I plan to keep back. I will never, <laughs> never go back to the Midwest. He graduated in Cabo on a horse. I was like, oh, thank God. I graduated in Cabo. So, Mom, we have two minutes before a special guest comes on. I want to have you while I'm here. Tell me your Thanksgiving plans. What are the plans? Who are you going to be eating with? What is on the menu in Sue Gagan's Thanksgiving tonight? Hey, turkey, all the sides. My brother is coming. Your uncle is coming. My besties are coming. And I also just want to throw this in that where I work at Harbor Island Athletic Club and Spa, where every day is a great day, this is truly my family. Anything else, Mom, before we let you go? Uh, you know, any, 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 well, we have the puppy on for anyone that's watching virtually, but any, any words of wisdom, uh, anything you're, you know, you're, you're, you're extremely grateful for, or anything that's kind of going through your mind right now during these crazy times? I'm just grateful for you. I love you. I love everything you're doing. I'm so amazed. Uh, like I've known you for 25 years. I also want to tell you that 25 years ago, you were in the hospital at five months. I did a turkey trot. My mother called saying Jake's temperature is like spike. And I was like, oh, my, let me call asking her. So she goes, you have to get out of the hospital. So 25 years ago today, I walked by Tampa General this morning. I was like, I can't believe a quarter of a century ago, my little baby was there five months. He was five months old. And I look at you today. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I remember every waking moment with you. And I love you. I love every, I just love everything about you. Everything you're doing. I will always support you. I will do anything for you. If you ever quit your job, don't call me. <laughs> I won't. No, I have this job and I'm happy. But mom, before I let you go, I have to give you a special guest. As you can see, Nadine Zagby is on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Nadine Zagby, welcome to the show. Hi, Hi Nadine. Hi, Sue. Can you Hello, all hear me? Happy Thanksgiving. I can. No, dude. Thank you. What's up, homie? What's up? We've, got the, we've got the puppies. I'm all the puppies. puppies again. Bring those, bring those two Frenchies back onto the screen. Okay. On the, I was saying bring the Frenchies back onto the screen. The people who are watching on YouTube want to see the Frenchies if you have them. Come here. Come here, Kai. Yeah, mom, uh, Marley. I got Lucas. <laughs> The most, most well-trained Frenchies I've ever seen right here. Come on, Ziggy. Anybody watching on the screen, this is going to be Kai. Did Kai have surgery? Did he go through surgery the other day? Yep. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. Oh, got his, uh, how do I PG rate it? He got his testes uh, snipped. Tested. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. But I'm not Ziggy him. Ziggy still has his. Nadimo, I love you. Happy Thanksgiving, my love. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you, too. Miss you. I miss you more. What Mom, are you doing tomorrow? You. Uh, I'm doing a Friendsgiving with your uncle Greggy and all my friends. I love it. Enjoy it. I'm, I'm yeah. grateful. Grateful to have you in my life with my sons. Truly. I truly am grateful for you. Me too. Likewise. And mom, mom, I want to thank you, Nadine. We just gave her about a 15 minute interview. We gave her the first guest. She's going to be the first guest, the annual first guest on the show every year. So mom, round of applause. Thanks for coming on the show. I love you. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving and I'll give you a call after the first annual Friendsgiving podcast with Jake Gagan. I love you. Let's go. Love you. Love you guys. Let's go, Mark. All right, Nadim. Now staying. that we have you on, Nadim's staying. We're going to keep this party going. Mom, you're going to have to log off, though. Uh, All right. Click that leave studio button. Nadeem, I'm glad that I have you here, Nadim. Uh, a lot of exciting things going on. You know, I've had you. I think you were actually the first person that I ever interviewed on the podcast. Do you remember that? We were in the same house. Yeah. We were like on the phone or something, like using <laughs> headphones. Half the thing didn't work, but I think we had a really good podcast and I actually sent it out to a lot of people and they uh, they were super impressed with everything going on. So 
you know, I want to turn this into more of a, a, a Friendsgiving, but I really just got to pick your brain about what's going on, man, because you really have transformed your life. And I'm looking at you got the you got the cutoff on. You're looking shredded. You're looking good. No. But I mean, man, what's what's no. been going on, man? You you've been really tapping in, you know. Uh, so many things to 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 fill us up in. But first off, man, just how's everything going down there in Laguna Beach? It's good. It's really good. Thank you. Um, it's uh, chill, nice weather, getting a little chilly at, in the evenings. Um, but overall, it's good. I'm just doing what I've been doing, trying to improve every day and enjoying this new chapter in my life that I started about three months ago. So yep. I'm, you know, more and more grateful every single day. It's becoming a lot easier to see like everything that I'm blessed with because I've, you know, eliminated a lot of distractions and things that used to stress me out that kind of, uh, you know, blurred my, uh, my mind and, and my perspective on life, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it's been good, man. So let's fill people you? in. I'm, I'm doing great, man. And, uh, we're doing phenomenal up here in San Francisco, but for anybody listening, I mean, obviously you made some huge changes. If you want to kind of just fill that in, obviously you were working at Citrix for close to 10 years and, and you left. And for anyone that's watching at home that had, he's wearing the Zogby photo and the has left his corporate job and started following his passion project. And let me tell you guys, he is probably one of the greatest photographers that I've worked with. Uh, if you're in orange County, check him out. The Zogby photo, the Zogby photo at the Zogby Stoto, uh, sorry, the Zogby photo at the Zogby studio and then online at the Zogby photo as well. But I mean, ultimately what kind of drew you to photography and what made you want to take that leap into following your passion? No. Yeah. I, I appreciate I, I was saying earlier, I appreciate the, uh, the shout out and all the love and it was a number of things. I mean, I've, I've had a passion for photography for, you know, I don't know how long, um, it's not something that I can like point out specifically, like when I became, you know, into it or whatever, but I just have always had an urge to take a picture of anything and everything, you know, whether it's food or dogs or landscape. And most recently it became people, um, specifically people doing like, you know, stuff outside, mostly fitness or lifestyle type of, uh, of uh shoots that i was doing with just friends and family and you know kind of enjoying myself with it and then you know one thing led to the other and it became you know it got to a point where i you know was getting people's feedback on saying like hey you should do this more often you should you know charge for this work you should do this and that and i genuinely had never thought about photography as a way to you know um, as a, as a way to make a living really until that point. And then that's kind of when the pandemic hit and I was, you know, reassessing a lot of, uh, different areas in my life, I should, I should say. And, you know, I was thinking back about this actually today and the, over the last few days, just how grateful I am, not for, you know, where I am today only, but also what what got me here you know there's a lot of like decisions in your life and people who influence and impact you in like one way or the other and you know who knows uh, come like march of this year like earlier this year i could have been in a much shittier place you know emotionally or psychologically yeah and you know i could have 
taken my life on an entirely different route. So just yeah. very grateful for all the people who supported me before that point and encouraged mm -hmm. me and, and, you know, inspired me to do better things with my life. You know, it's, it's important to have the right people, the right circle Most to, uh, keep you disciplined, keep you accountable and uh, keep you, you know, wanting to, to improve and do better. By the way, Nadim is the, is the only person I know who casually went on a jog and it uh, ended up running a, a whole marathon. A whole marathon. <laughs> I was there. I, like, don't know. I was there to witness it. Nadim literally, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go for a quick jog. Probably going to get six miles in. Four hours you know, later. You, I was know why I did, you know why I did that? Why'd you do that? Um, that was right before I quit my job. And yeah. the whole time leading up to that point, I, I remember you and I would have conversations like, oh my gosh, life would be so great if all I did was like take photos and work out. Yeah. That's all I want to do and I'd be so happy. And so I went out on this jog and I was like questioning myself like, are you, are you being all talk or like would you actually enjoy doing that for a living? Would you really enjoy going out and taking photos and then just working out like really hard every single day? Or are you being a bitch about it and just like wishing – that you know the grass is greener on the other side and you know then i'm gonna quit my job and then my world's gonna fall apart so i was like all right let's see let's see if i'm up for you know the challenge and if that's really something that i can see myself you know doing on a day-to-day -day basis and I, it became kind of like an instant challenge that i put myself against and i just was like not gonna give up so that's I ran. Up, uh, that's that's a far run, but yeah, literally, dude, you you went on a six job, like six mile run, and I was like, dude, four hours went by. I was like, where is Nadim? And you came back twenty six point two miles. Like you're such a savage. It's not even funny. Like you're literally one of the most savage people. But I think that that's just a testament too, right? Like you tell yourself you're going to do something, and you do it. And I think you've been making so many pro uh, promises to yourself and keeping them. Like I'd love to have you on the show another time, just so we can dive into that a little bit more. But I just think that's so impressive, like where you were before. Because it's funny, I was looking through my pictures and I saw a picture of us in Cabo, man. And you were probably like 30 or 40 pounds heavier, like 30 or 40 pounds heavier. You had a bottle of tequila in your hand. Like, you know, you're obviously working out and obviously like doing different things, but you've really transformed your life for the better. And you're not only just transforming your health, but you're also like transforming your situations and what you're doing for a living to exactly what you want to do. So I want to take this, this time to just like applaud you and, and let you know that I see you and that it's, it's really cool that you're like really taking hold of your life, your relationships and everything in it and designing it to exactly how you want it to be. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely not easy and it takes time, but I definitely, you know, the main thing is I'm not doing it alone. Um, you of all people should know that too. It's like, what was it? Three, four years ago, you changed my life in a very drastic way. I was legitimately drinking every single night after work, whatever, weekdays, weekends. It, I got to a point where I couldn't remember the last time I I had not had a drink, wow. and I was drinking, you know, by myself sometimes. And it wasn't until you know I had to spend a weekend with you in San Diego, and you recommended a book, um, Eat to Live. And once I read that book literally it was like a switch that i flipped and i stopped drinking like cold turkey wow. and i mean that you know i'm that was a point for example in my life that's what i was talking to about like our past influences and people who have had impact i mean the reason i bring this up is that 
what I'm going through now and the improvements that I'm making, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I'm not doing that by myself. It's a, an accumulation of yeah. the, the things and the people that have helped me along the way to guide me towards that, you know, more positive path. So I'm definitely grateful for all of those things. Well, I want to ask you a question, Nadim, because this is uh, something that I've always been interested in. But let's talk about goal setting real quick, because I remember when I was living with you and thank you for letting me stay with you for so long. I owe you and Brennan big time. But just in terms of goal setting, um, you know, you started small. You you always started very small. Like you started with what, a 30 second plank uh, back in May, maybe or April. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but you started with a 30 second plank. You added 30 seconds each day and you ultimately ended up fin finishing the month with a 15 minute plank. So can you kind of walk me through your goal setting uh, technique and maybe give some examples of where you started and where you're at now with different uh, things that you're doing? Yeah. Um, that's funny. Actually, April was the first month after the pandemic where I set like my first goal or my first challenge. And it was thanks to you and Pierce um, when we decided to do the hundred miler for the month of April. But um it wasn't until the next month in May, yeah, I decided to do this plank challenge. And essentially, I was adding 30 seconds every day starting May 1st until um, the last day in May, which I think May 31st, I ended up doing 15 minutes and 30 second plank. And um, it was, you know, it taught me a lot about, I've heard it from so many people, you know, there's like a famous quote by Will Smith, I think, that's like, you know, you don't go set out to like build an entire wall. You set out to like put each brick on that wall, and eventually, yeah, after one brick at a time, consistency and 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 discipline and hard work, like eventually you have an entire wall. So I've heard that you know <laughs> metaphor or whatever, but I never really like experienced it, I guess. And it wasn't until that plank challenge. And I've been able to apply that plank challenge to everything I'm, I'm doing now with photography and with, because it's very overwhelming, you know, quitting a job that you've had for almost a decade and making good money to transitioning out to, to, you know, starting your own business essentially and trying to make a living out of that. There's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of ideas and a lot of things that you have to do to structure your business and all these things that if you think that you're going to accomplish all of them, right this second you're gonna you know freak yourself out and and you're gonna essentially you know fail because you're not even trying because you're like it's too much stuff to do i'm never gonna get there but then if you break it up into like smaller pieces than you even think you can accomplish i have found that to be very effective yeah. when you have like an end goal that's like pretty huge but day by day or, or hour by hour or whatever you're breaking it up into small pieces that your mind is comfortable exploring or, or, or getting into. Absolutely. And yeah, like the plank challenge, I was like thinking to myself on day one, once I get to May 15th, that's going to be, you know, a seven minute plank. I'm not going to do that in one shot. I'm probably just going to split it up and do a couple of planks throughout the day and we'll get through it that way. And you know, it kept on adding. And you went from fifth. You went from thirty seconds to fifteen. You are a stud, a savage, and a deem. Can we get you on this podcast just to go in depth about this? Because I think that what you've done over the past year or two years even can help a lot of people. 
and you know i would love to uh take more time but as you can see on the bottom of the screen we got other friends givings people wanting to join let's go ahead and add them to the stream ladies and gentlemen please do me a favor and welcome in the man the myth the legend jimmy happy birthday to me happy birthday birthday to you happy birthday dear jimmy Happy birthday to you, Jimmy. Happy birthday. Hey. 25 on the 20. Hey, that boy got that Frenchie, though, but they already knew yeah. that. I got two of them. And Ziggy's and online, he... too. Jimmy, happy birthday. Jimmy, tell the people what your plans are oh, for boy, your uh, your birthday. I'm going to go to Utah. You're going to Utah. Go. Isn't, isn't what that about? what everybody does? Historically. <laughs> oh. Guys, um, I'm going, I think, to like August, like. 30 minutes outside of Salt Lake City. Very cool. Go visit my yeah, boy Poppy. Poppy Livers, that's going to be a fun time, man. And uh, I know you're having a good time out there in Utah. And I hope you have a blast, bro. I think it's going to be a, an amazing, amazing birthday. Wish I could make it. They already knew that, though. Next question. So let's, let's go ahead, Lucas. Let's go with your my boy co-host. Poppy. I've noticed you've been hanging out with him a lot. Um, seems mm-hmm. like an interesting chat. Um, did you guys just meet, or what's that about? No, no. You know, you know it's it's really interesting how like certain relationships happen out of convenience and others kind of happen out of connection so we grew up like from the same area same hometown like and but he was four or five years older and uh so we never really connected but he is like a really really good football player and, and his story is like wild i just had him on the podcast and he's basically like a five foot seven Michael Orr from the blind side, like oh. literally was couch surfing his way through high school, getting like a ton of honors, like really good football player, but um, was overlooked because of his size. And so his journey is really, really interesting. But we've just kind of connected um, the same way that I think all of us have here, where it's just like we're all on a similar path and we're, we're on a mission, like really just trying to like uplift each other. Right. Hey, we on that elevated movement. And this is the that. Elevated Movement Podcast, the first annual Friendsgiving. Shout out to Nadim for giving me this idea last night. He literally was like, yo, we should we should do a podcast, a Friendsgiving podcast. So I think it's such a good idea. And I think this is the first annual. And it's remote now, but hopefully like down the future, we can all get together for Thanksgiving, do a podcast in person, maybe go to Cabo and like make a make a show out of it. So yeah, Nadim loves Cabo. So this is the first we'll day. Do a, we'll do a vegan Thanksgiving in Long Beach again. Yep. And Nabum, you're muted right now, but Look at Lucas. You say vegan Thanksgiving. He's like, hell no. But all meat diet. Yeah, oh, all meat. All carb. Unplugged or um, to unmute myself. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but you literally stole that out of my my Dude. mouth, saying getting a a crib in Cabo and doing Thanksgiving down there. We we literally Cabo. Can we go sober me Cabo? No, I'm down. No. <laughs> you guys can. We go. We go to the other side of Cabo. We can do that. Pedregal. Or were Dude, you no. we Nadine, Nadine, were you with me or was it Pierce was with me when like one of the like vendors like took my sandals and there was like a lot of drama? Yeah, I was with that. you. Yeah. That was fucking intense. I, I don't even want to talk about that. I, I look back on that now and I wish I would have just let yeah. the kid have them, but I wasn't gonna have my rainbows get stolen. And he said no. it was his too. He was like arguing that it was his. Dude, those people sit out front, the vendors, they're all wearing the white. They literally do not let you have a good time at all. They just sit there and, you know, literally try to sell you stuff. Dude, well, sell you the, stuff oh, like, it, they know it I works. totally get it. Like, I totally get it, too. But, like, 
I you, when you know your rainbows, you know your rainbows. Like I have like yeah, a lot of oil spot on mine, so like, right? Two years. They don't like, die. Exactly, exactly. So I that that was looking back on it though, I probably would. I, I wish I would have let that kid just kind of steal my sandals because he happened, probably yeah. needed a lot a lot more than me. But it is what it, it is. Happened. And and guys, obviously the the whole point of the show is the Thanksgiving special to be to be grateful. I had my mom on earlier. You guys weren't on here, but if you're watching this tomorrow, and hey, babe. she hey, was having hey. fun. But I, I I you know I let her know how grateful I was for her. I let Lucas know how grateful I am for you. But I want to take this time before we let any other special guests on, just to give a quick shout out to Nadim and Jimmy. I have so much to be grateful for you guys individually, but together. Uh, when I was possibly going through the hardest time in my life, when my when my dad passed away. Uh, Nadim flew out to California. I was living with Jimmy at the time and Jimmy was there, you know, just the moment that my dad passed, never left my side. Nadim flew out and, uh, you know, flew home with me. But there was one special moment that we had together where it was when my dad passed away and you guys got me like a, a picture of him and I overlooking the ocean and you, you gave me a card too. It was like a nice frame picture and a card. And I just remember as soon as I opened, I just broke down in your guys' arms. And, uh, you know, just, I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for being there with me through just some of the hardest times of my life. It's all love you, bro. love, brother. We'd all, we'd all do it for each other. You know, if, if the, the roles are switched, so, um, Absolutely. nothing but love for you, dude. I love you guys. And I just had to bring down the mood because I was grateful. And now ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our fourth Let's go. of the evening coming live from Venice Beach, California. The man, the myth, the legend, Scott Gage. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for having me. Scotty G, welcome to Jimmy Hill. What up, Nadine? Hey, it's Keith Sweat. What's up, man? It's Keith Sweat. What's up? Keith Sweat hey, Hill is on trying to get like you. This is incredible. This is this is phenomenal. What are we talking about? Well, first off, I just want to thank, thank all you guys for coming on the first annual Friendsgiving. We were just talking about possibly doing this in person next year if everything with the pandemic will allow us to do this a, a in person podcast. But first off, I want to go around the horn. We're going to go around the horn. I'm going to ask three questions to everybody, including Lucas. We're going to go Scott, Jimmy, Nadim, Lucas, and all the orders. And I'm going to holler off some things. I need you guys to answer three seconds for answer. So first off, Scott Gagan, what are you most thankful for in your life right now? Uh, that I'm able to wake up healthy every day uh, and have a, a roof over my head and my dog. Your dog's pretty great. Barkley, shout out. <laughs> that is the most important thing is to recognize that you're not on the street. You have the ability to eat and you actually open your eyes every day. So do something special with each one of those days that you have. Let's Scott, go, Scott. I, I love you and I've always loved your mindset because you just keep it simple and you just keep it real. And that's why you live in a good good state of mind every time that I ever see you. Yeah. Well, like I, I, told you, I told you before that one thing that I always remembered is someone, I, th I thought it was my mom, but I think that that might not be the case. But somebody once told me that if you can wake up every single day and create a moment that you actually remember, yeah. then you've done something right. Each day, create one moment that you actually remember. Because we forget pretty much everything, right? Everything. I'll, I'll let you take the mic, though. I know you got other questions, too. I, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm going to follow up on that question. I don't know. I, no, I, I think the three-second rule is dumb. I'm going to follow up on that question, though, because it's like, so how do you actually make each moment of memory though because even like i did something special today i went and played 
tennis with Lucas, which might fade from my memory uh, down the road. But how do you ingrain that? How like is it just practicing gratitude for that moment, or how would you recommend like ingraining that in? Like it's a whole spectrum of things. Like if you hit a ball into Lucas's eye and he ended up with a black eye, you're gonna probably remember that. Yeah, that almost happened today. That almost happened. <laughs> But there's a shitty way to remember it, but regardless, you remember, you know? Exactly. I love that, dude. And uh, I'm just so glad. I'm, I'm grateful to see you on the screen, dude. And I wish that we were celebrating this in person because we've had some great times. But next question of the three-second runoff, Nadeem Zogby, where are you going to be eating Thanksgiving and what and who are you going to be eating it with? Um, I will likely be in Laguna Beach, California. One of the things I'm really grateful for. Yep. Um, I will likely be... Well, I don't know. I'm going back and forth between trying to cook something and just picking up active culture like every night. Every night. <laughs> it's fire. It'll up. be a vegan Thanksgiving for me. And um, most likely my two, the two Frenchies, Lexi and Brody, if uh, if he's around. Brody, but I never Brody, know with Brody's that guy. Working. Brody's working. Thanksgiving. I never know with that guy. Where in the world is Brody Gagan? We don't he's, know. He's working right now. He might be able to hop on the podcast in a little bit, but right now, as of now, he's uh, he's working. Let's go. Yep. Jimmy Hill, next question. Well, I'm going to jump back into the, Nadim. It, are you loving it living down there? It must be super nice, right? I'm loving it. I, I am loving it. And even more so now, um, in recent weeks or months or whatever, I've really gotten to appreciate a lot of things about where I live. And like you said, like simple things, like I get to wake up every single morning and yeah. I'm healthy and I can walk on both feet and you know, little, little crazy things. I was talking to my sister this morning and, you know, at first complaining about, you know, this, this pandemic has been like an inconvenience, I would say at least for a lot of people, but like, man, thank God. Like it's just been you know, I'm healthy. I'm I'm fine going out on a run, whatever. Like people who are either suffering from the pandemic or the you know the COVID, or like we're older or we're living like the last few years or months of their lives because of some other illnesses. Like that's that's a sad you know thing to realize that you only have you know this time in your life and and you're having to spend it locked in or whatever. So. Yeah. Regardless of how hard it's been for for me or for other people around me, it's just we're still very very blessed, and I think it's so important to like think about that anytime you you know start to think about you know this being an inconvenience or whatever. So yeah, loving Laguna Beach. Um, thankful that I make the, made the move there before the pandemic. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I would hate to be in DC. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's just been, you know, good life with the pups. You appreciate puppies and stuff. So really, man. I see the pictures. The one you sent today was pretty amazing. Where he's like, Yeah, back. it's like you can't beat that relationship right there. You actually have a bond with that little creature, right? It's just amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I don't have a car. I sold my car at the beginning of COVID or I got Smart rid man. of it. Smart so man. now it's like any anywhere I need to go, I'm Me on a too. scooter with, with Ziggy. <laughs> None of you guys have car? Both of you guys, Jimmy no. and Nadine? Sold it. No car for me. Let's either. go. Wow. It's the millennial way. No, well, here's the thing. It's 2020. So it's like you can Uber, you can Lyft, you can rent scooters, yeah. you can rent mopeds. Like you can get anywhere you need to without paying insurance, without paying a car payment, without oil changes, gas. So anybody listening, the car is not the way. You, there's plenty of ways to travel. And if you need to take a flight to Orange County, you hop on a $49 Southwest flight. 
Just want to let everyone know I'm an old-fashioned guy and I still drive a car. <laughs> Is it a truck? Hey, but you, you're truck. a big-time pro athlete, though. That's an, that's an interesting thing to look at, though, is that the younger generations have stepped away from always getting into the car, right? Like, there's there's other ways to live your life, and that's kind of an interesting topic. It's very expensive, too. Well, you know it's, well there, there's that of that, like, not as attached to cars and also not as attached to places. Like, yeah. Jake, I know me and you have moved a million times in the last five years, and, like, it, I feel like ever since I've left my hometown where I'm at right now for Thanksgiving, it's like I've lived over the last seven years in, fuck, I don't know, eight different houses. Easily. Never like lived just, in one, one place for more than a year. I've never lived in one place. Always for more on than the year. go. That's beautiful. Always on the go, dude. But doesn't that like, go back even to what I, a one, Doesn't that go back to what I was like saying what? about about creating memories, right? You're you're learn you're you're living yeah. more than people by seeing lots of different things, right? I agree. Yeah, because yeah. when you when you're in one place who, for the same who time. who is to say whether we're living more or not, but I mean Fuck, I guess the only way to find out is once we cross the finish line. But in the well, meantime, there's a lot of experiences. I, just, I think do what I want. I, yeah, I think traveling. I think traveling or living different places definitely is equal to living more. In my opinion, there's one thing I heard one time about that is that like through traveling and interacting with different people and seeing new places and cultures and whatever, um, you're you're there's a growth that happens in your mind and you have different perspectives and you expand your ability to understand other people. I think that goes a long way in life. So I, I would agree with Scott. Expanding. Perspective. Well, whether, whether you consider yourself a creative or not, like the way that our brain works is like creative input in equals creative output out and creativity kind of manifests. It's like, like, manifest itself in whatever form you see fit whether it's taking pictures whether it's you know like graphic generation or whatever it is that you do or whether it's hitting a baseball or, or running a business like it, it doesn't really matter but the ability to feed your brain more images only and, and more experiences only further enhances your ability to to put out right like, like at, at least that's the that's the way that i understand it and that's the way that i not only understand it but at least have experienced it and i know that the more that i feed my brain and whether it's quality content or quality experiences and going different places meeting different people it always kind of serves that output it's it's interesting because you know you bring it up that it's generational i mean i've i've moved so many times in my life man i mean i've been all over the country all, all over the world with minor league baseball and and ever since coronavirus started started, it's like I'm I'm almost I'm feeling better about being you know rooted in one place for the first time in, Dude. in seven years. I mean it's it's been beautiful, you know. What I mean, I so I think besides being generational, it's it's just kind of where you are. In, I mean, in your life. I mean, I mean for uh, sure. Scooter, Scooter McGag, <laughs> you know oh your name God. on here is is Scooter McGagan. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that That's come fire. from? When it asked me for a name, I just thought of something clever, man. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be Scooter McGagan. Oh, you too. I thought it was Jake. That no, that no, it's, just, it's just something that came to my head. Yeah. And speaking about, you know, um, making roots, I mean, how long have you been in L.A., Scott? Me, Scott? Yeah. Uh, I've actually been here for 25 years. Okay. And what made wow. you, you want to make the move? I'm guessing from Florida. 
It, well, no, no. I'm, I was actually from D.C., Washington, D.C. Oh, really? Okay. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know much about your background, actually. Yeah, my, my, my mother uh, lived up in the D.C. area. Okay. And Dad and Jake and all them lived down in uh, Georgia, in Florida, Florida. Well, Georgia, Florida. After um, I came out, I came out to LA for work stuff. You know, I was I was in, in sort of tech, you know, motion capture, um, and just just wanting to get into the creative side of things, business wise. You know, so I kind of chased my art degree to the West Coast and. Hope for something to happen. But anyways, let's get back to Thanksgiving. I'm actually super thankful for the fact that nobody I know has COVID and, you know, no one's gotten sick like that. Um, well, I mean, there are people that I know, but family, close close family to me has not been affected by it. Um, so you all have the COVIDs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I, I learned that that day that I went to have lunch with you guys. I was like, shit, <laughs> I'm going to leave here and get that, man. I was like, damn, he no. Mask on either. Why, why did you say that, man? Well, Jimmy had it. <laughs> you guys were all hanging out at lunch on the table, and I found out after that Jimmy had had it. I was like, oh, shit. Jimmy, what month did you have it? Um, July, because I had just got – I moved down from Monterey down to L.A. with a pit stop to visit the homie Cam Jones, and, like, literally as I was moving – into my place in LA, um, one of my friends here that I've been in contact with was like, hey, I got the COVIDs. You yeah. should get tests for the COVIDs. Then we all had the COVIDs <laughs> and there, were, there weren't any problems. So, Jimmy, I'm real quick, guys, I got I to gotta interject because ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy, first off, I'm glad you got through it. But ladies and gentlemen, I have to bring on my fifth special guest of the day coming live hey. from Palmer, coming on to the Buck Palmer, welcome to the Let's show, go. brother. What's up, kids? Not much, Buck Palmer. As always, I'm dripped out in all of your Buck Palmer rings, gear. Ladies and gentlemen, he is running a Black Friday 30% special on all of his jewelry. Please go to buckpalmer.com, buckpalmer.com. Use the code BUCKFRIDAY. When, when is a good till, Buck? Friday or when's a good till? Uh, Friday, yeah. Awesome. So this is going to go live on uh, – Thanksgiving Day. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this today through Friday, buckpalmer.com. Buck, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's happening. Good, uh, I got out of the surf. I'm in Puerto Rico. I had to escape LA. It's just been crazy, as you guys know, with all this COVID stuff. So, I just bounced to Miami for some work, and then uh, I've been in Puerto Rico for like 17 days, just surfing and chilling and enjoying the uh, the simple life. Beautiful, man. What uh, what are the Thanksgiving plans for you? Any plans for Thanksgiving or just still going to be surfing and chilling? Yeah, we've got some buddies here. We're going to just do some dinner and cook up and grill out and enjoy the nature, man. Just uh, keep it keep pretty mellow. Perfect, bro. I know you uh, – I, I literally just Instagram messaged Buck, and I was like, I'm doing a podcast. You want to hop on? He's like, bro, I'm, I just got out of the shower. Like, no. I was like, dude, hop on. Come on. <laughs> I just, I'm going to ask you one question. I'm going to ask you one question before we let you go. And first off, before I ask What's that up, question – What's up, man? How you doing, I just, buddy? Hey, Buck, I got to say yeah, the podcast yeah, sure. that we did was uh, one of the most well-received. You know, so many people hit me up afterwards and was like, his mindset, just the way that he views life. I had about 30 women hit me up and said, can you connect me with Buck? His accent, he's the hottest guy I know, but I kept <laughs> it on the down low. But, but anyways, Buck, before we let you go, I just got to ask. Wait, 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 wait. What, where was the hookup? I didn't get any text. <laughs> stay tuned because they're, uh, they're pretty bad. So stay that tuned. Boy's selfish. 
I'm gonna, I kept it to myself. I kept it to myself. I was like, yeah, yeah. Buck, Buck said to talk to me first. Come hang out with me first, and then he wants to see you after. <laughs> but anyways, Buck, on this beautiful day, man, can you kind of just share us some knowledge, man? What's going on in your life? What are you grateful for? I mean, there's a lot going on with COVID. Like, how can people keep their mindset healthy? Just kind of, kind of give me a, a message of inspiration and kind of what you've been going through and how you've you've stayed on that path of positivity and, and happiness right now. You know what? I'm going to be perfectly honest. I've been kind of going down that rabbit hole. And it's a deep, dark rabbit hole, but Buck, I think we're losing. I think we're losing you for a second, Buck. I think we're uh, the Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rico Wi-Fi is kind of coming in and out. But... We just got to kind of, uh, you know, stay positive, do what we love to do. That's why I'm down here. If I'm not part of the solution, I'm going to be doing what I love to the day that I die. So that's that's where I'm at with all of this. Oh, I love that, dude. And you, you are. No, completely agree. Yep, and we. I think, guys, if you're listening to the podcast, I think we heard most of that. Maybe well, he'll pop you? back in. But Buck is a. Uh, he literally just Instagram messaged me and he's like, I didn't see your order yet or something like that. And I was like, hop on the podcast. So I'm glad he came on. He's a, he's a cool guy. And I thought he would surprise the team. So Buck Palmer's ladies and gentlemen, one more time. If you are listening to this, you can go to buckpalmer.com to check out his rings, jewelry, cuffs, hats, bracelets, necklaces, you name it, all rustic Lux, 30% off. Use the code buck Friday for your buck Palmer gear. But anyways, hey. back to the show. Scott Gagan, go ahead. Take this over for me, brother. Yeah, I was going to say something. Like You and I had a conversation about Buck Palmer, and yeah. you were, we were talking about the podcast that you had, and I swear, no no longer than like 30 minutes after our conversation, I was flipping through Facebook, and a Buck Palmer ad came up. They're I'm, always listening, bro. They're always Show listening. The They're always listening. Big Brother is always watching. <laughs> yeah. Social Dilemma. Have you all seen that? His stuff looks oh, good. Oh, my goodness. His stuff is good, man. Like look, these rings. Yeah, it's swag. On, but he's got like, I mean, these are just like nice. Where's my camera? Nice little bracelet, nice necklaces. And I even hit him up. The reason he texted me because I, I told Lucas, I was like, bro, you got to up your game a little bit. So we sent a video to Buck. Yeah. Like, it was like in a you nice way, that, in a nice way. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get judging, first. just reporting. Robin Sharma slid in my DMs, but I told him that, uh, I told him that we're going to get Lucas some gear. So he hit me up. He's like, yo, just let me know. And I'll, I'll hook it up. He always hooks it up. Buck is, is incredible. So once again, guys, please, please, please go to buckpalmer.com to get your 30% off buck Friday code buck Friday, buckpalmer.com for your Black Friday shopping. I'm really good at advertisements. They're not even paid either, but anyways, Scott, take, it. take yeah. it away for, me for a second. I want you to host while I use the restroom. Go ahead. I will. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about what it is I'm doing on this Thanksgiving because I'm not able to be with family. I've done this pretty much every year that I don't go back to the East Coast. I feed the homeless. But nowadays I feed them just with my own making. So I make uh, a big vat of chili and I make a big vat of vegetable soup so that I have options for both non and meat eating people. And I go, Jake went with me one year, but I basically just go around and I, all, all the homeless people in the area, and there's lots of them in Venice. I mean, it is. It's gotten to be freakish weird, man. But I, I, I go and hand out uh, uh, hot soup and chili. What? Question. Do you set up like a table and like stand there or do you actually walk around? No, if I, you walk I, around. I drive around to some of the different little pockets and I get out with I, – I have uh, to-go containers that I got from a friend that uh, – from uh, the girl I, I date. 
she is in the restaurant industry. So she got me a bunch of like to go, uh, uh, like little, little bowls or whatever. Yeah. And I just go and hand them out. I love that. It's, it's, I, it's pretty rewarding, man. It, it makes you feel good that they're like, wow, this is delicious. You know? I, so I, I was, it pains me every single year when the weather gets like colder. Right. It makes, it makes me appreciate like my home and my bed, like so much more. Yeah. To think that there's like people out in the streets and I'm literally like, I can't wait to get in the house just from like parking the car, like, you know, a minute away. Yeah. Um, but it's also been like a challenge to find like volunteer opportunities. And I think it's, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff, like they're limiting a lot of what they're doing with, you know, volunteers and whatever. But I was thinking about just going to the store and like packing up, you know, little bags like banana and almond butter or whatever, like stuff to, to keep them. You yeah. Know. Like stuff that you don't clothes that you don't wear anymore. You know? Yeah. Just hand it out. Yeah. You're inspiring, man. I'm going to do that tomorrow morning. I'm going to wake up early and do that. If you're not able to be with someone that you care about, right, then go and help other people. It's it's totally. a nice thing to do, man. And it will actually make you feel better. So good. You. Yeah. So good. It, it's crazy. A couple months back, I was at Target, and they had, they had Lunchables on sale. They were, like, selling three for, like, five bucks. And I bought, like, maybe, like, 30 of them, put them in a garbage bag, and I walked around downtown. And I was handing out Lunchables. And about half of them, a lot of homeless people like looked at them and they're like, nah, man, I'm good. I was like, what, dude? Come on. (laughs) You want to make myself feel good. (laughs) Yo, yo, for real though, like as good as it feels when, you know, when you get that like humbling reaction and the the positive reaction from a homeless person, when you get turned down from a homeless person, it's like, bro. That's awesome. That's awesome. Or like, like, no, actually, my dog, my dog is vegan. Don't (laughs) give me that. Like, my dog is vegan. So, guys, at the time, when Jake went with me to feed the homeless that year, uh, Jake, Jake also had uh, like uh, grams of weed. Like, if they wanted weed, so we had to be like, do you think they smoke weed? Like, some of them were like, nah, we probably shouldn't give it to them. But the ones that did were so thankful, man. That was like, oh. Scott, do you remember the first video that we took? And honestly, I don't even think that videos are appropriate when you're feeding. But, you know, I ended up taking a, a video for this. And, uh, you know, this guy, he was just the coolest homeless guy you've ever met in your life. Like, literally the most surfer dude from Laguna, uh, from Venice Beach. He was so happy. He exactly. was literally like, Bro, he was literally like, dude, this is the greatest. These guys brought me soup and they brought me weed. And like, yeah. it was just, a, it was a fulfilling thing. And we did that for Christmas, the year that I went to Israel. And I totally think that we should do that again. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, we just had Buck Palmer earlier in the episode. We had Sue Gagan. And now, ladies and gentlemen, making way from <laughs> Fremont, California, the one and only just released his first single this week. Spanish P Pierce Romero. What's up, y'all? Who's on the who's on right now? We got uh-huh. Nadine Zogby, Jimmy Hill, Scott Gagan, Jake Gagan, and Lucas Jacobson. But now we have Spanish P. Let's Spanish go, P. man. Th- thankful for you guys. For real. Man, Christmas tree, dude. That's new car scent. Is that new car? That's no. new- yeah, I'll leave it in there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pierce is uh, <laughs> Pierce is driving right now. He's driving back from L.A. Just had a, a nice time in the studio with our boy Apollo Anthony. Check him out on Spotify, Apollo Anthony. Uh, but Pierce, I know you. Uh, I just got off the phone. That's why I stepped away. You only got about two or three minutes, so we all want to do a favor. All of us, all four of us, are going to ask you one question. Uh, I'm going to start it first. I'm going to pass it to Lucas. Uh, but Pierce Romero, first off, what are you most grateful for in your life right now? Uh, I would just say, you know, my family and friends. Uh, just super grateful for everyone that's around me, man. Like I feel feel so loved, and uh, I love everyone around me. So that's amazing. Great answer, Lucas Jacobson has a question. Um, Spanish P, just wondering. Um, we're in the crib right now. When are you gonna get back? I just I, is five forty-five, so I'm gonna push it. There's just traffic. So, Scott Gagan. Yes. yes. You have a question for Spanish P? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I I really like the last song you made. Yeah. And I I, I, still, I still get uh you know songs here and there that Jake shares with me, but. When when am I going to be able to jump on another one of those uh, tunes with you? Well, I'll have to send over some demos. I have I have so many, dude. I'll send you some. some yeah, let me get let me get on one of them cuts, man. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, I got you. I got a bunch in the archives, bro. A bunch. He's got some fire. Nadim Zogby, one question for Spanish P before we let him go. What what inspired the name? Uh, well, Great I. I don't know. I just thought it was like kind of a, a creative name and like not many people know I'm Spanish and Portuguese. And I feel like that that's like a part of my identity that I really want people to know. So, um, yeah. And I speak Spanish. Nice. Just like kind of speaks to my like roots almost. Are you throwing in more like Spanish verses and stuff in your songs I'd moving like forward? I'd like to. I'm, I was speaking Spanish in an Uber uh, in L.A. And I was like, damn, I miss speaking Spanish. Uh, but he speaks yeah. fluent. Best guy to go to Mexico City with. Pierce can get you That'd around Mexico, like literally. That must be nice. And Jimmy Hill, take us home. Final question for Spanish P. Pierce Romero, before we let Spanish P go. Jimmy, any questions for Spanish? And we're on Instagram Live, by the way. Instagram Live, we are on. Jimmy, ask Spanish P one question, please. What was it like in served hands in tennis yesterday? Did you win, Jimmy? Did you beat Spanish? I don't know. Was no, the film rolling? He didn't. I don't know. the The world may never know. Pierce, did he beat you? No, he, he didn't beat me. I beat I beat him. Damn, Lucas. Ladies and gentlemen, I, well, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're all playing tennis. We're on Instagram Live. If you're on Instagram Live, I just want to say hi. We're doing a Friendsgiving podcast. I'm going to take a quick break to let you know of our advertisements. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to plantworks.com, plantworks.com. It's actually plantworks.com. You can use code ELEVATE15 at Plantworks Nutrition on Instagram. And then Buck Palmer, you can go ahead and log on to buckpalmer.com to get 30% off on all Buck Palmer jewelry. Code Buck Friday. Anyways, Pierce. Spanish P, thanks so much for joining. We love you. Lucas Jacobson's going to come in right now. All right, guys. Uh, is, uh, is Equinox open, man? Let's hit that later. Equinox is closed. It's been closed. And we're not members. Oh, shit. I'm not yeah. pay, you can cuss on this podcast. Guys, feel free to cuss on this podcast. I'm not going to pay 260 mm-hmm. bucks a month to wear a mask and have to sanitize and all that stuff. So, anyway, nope. Spanish P, we appreciate you. We'll see you later. 
And we got one or two more special guests coming on the show, but I'm here with my core four. I like to call it my core four, Scott Gagan, Nadim Zogby, Lucas Jacobson. Fantastic four. And I want to give, so I've given everyone, uh, my mom, Nadim, Lucas, and Jimmy, uh, a huge shout out. So I want to take this time to appreciate and give a shout out to my brother, Scott Gagan. Scott, to be completely honest, you've been one of the biggest mentors in my life, one of the biggest role models in my life. And you've always been there for me whenever I needed advice. You've always given me the most sound piece of advice. You've always kept it 100% with me. So without you, man, I don't think I would truly be who I am today. So I just want to take that time to let you know that I love you. And I'm so grateful for you, bro. And just you always being so, uh, 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 just always being there for me throughout my life. That's what we're supposed. That's what family's for, man. Right? Absolutely. I, I, I'm thankful for every single person in my family, but you know we've we've definitely uh, bonded more over the past ten years than ever before. Uh, yeah, I think you know. Uh, it's honestly, it's it's really interesting to see both you and Brendan later in life. Uh, just because I saw you as real young kids that have watched you grow up is really pretty magical. You know, like it's, I'm lucky, you know? Yeah. It's probably interesting, right. To be the elder brother. Like they yeah. had, when, did, when was I born? Was I like 20? Were you 20 something? When were you born? I don't, you tell me. How old were you when I was born? Is what I, mean. <laughs> well, I think, I think you were, I think I was 20, late twenties, maybe. I don't know. Late twenties. Long time ago, man. That's crazy. You know, that's crazy because he, he, he's, he asked me how long I've been in California. About as long as you've been alive. Yeah. Almost. That's interesting to me because obviously we're in our mid-20s, and I really don't think of you as that much older. Yeah, well, I'm 47. I'm going on 48 this year. It's because he's cool, dude. He's literally like – had... Is that somebody's stomach? I hear Ziggy snoring. What is that? What is that? Oh, yeah. It could be the Frenchies. That's it's amazing. Perfect, I, I like, hear two Frenchies sleeping here, so. Jimmy Hill ate a, a nasty hot dog at lunch. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Jimmy, I think it's a great time to transition to exactly what you've been through, man. First off, congratulations on completing 75 Hard. For anyone that doesn't know, 75 Hard is 75 days of two workouts a day. One of those workouts has to be outside, 10 pages of reading, uh, an inspirational self-help book, um, sticking to a diet, no alcohol, no cheat meals. Um, if there's anything else I, I missed, feel free to. to, does, it to a, does it have to be a self-help book? No, uh, no personal no. development or business. Yeah, okay. but, but anyway, not like reading for like leisure, not fiction novels, stuff like that. But very impressive, Jimmy. Uh, oh, Seventy-five days, man. I mean, just walk us through that. What was that like to even start to get through it, and, and how do you feel? You know, and maybe some of the biggest takeaways of of you know being seventy-five days on seventy-five hard. I would just say off the topic of gratitude, it's like I'm super grateful to myself for giving myself the gift of that discipline and like actually committing to the work and doing the work. Um, but I, a lot of people have messaged me or hit me up, called me, asked about it and just been like, hey, so like, what was your experience like? Should I do it? What do you think? And I'm like, I can't, I can't tell you better than you can show yourself and you just got to do it. Like whatever it is for you, but I definitely recommend it because um, although 75 days might be like, fuck, that's a long ass streak in the grand scheme of things. It, it really is such a small page in like this grand book of life, and, but a very profound one because like being able to really reinforce those disciplines and also it's not a fitness challenge. And I think that's where 
because a lot of people have started to hear about it and it started to get more fame, it's become this like internet fitness challenge. And that's not what it is. It's, it's one piece of like a mental toughness year long program. Um, and you start to realize that all, there's all this crossover where, um, a lot of people might struggle with fitness, um, but be really good in business. So they might be really good in business, but like really struggle with, or did I say that? Wait, you said it correctly. Right. But either way, the, the principles are the same. The principles are the same and it's doing the hard work and doing what, what you know is right day after day and like generating that momentum. So I definitely you. recommend it. Let Go ahead. Right now, where are you at with it now? Are, are, are you just, have you picked up these traits naturally? Or so here, here's the really, here's the really interesting thing is um, it's a part of like this longer program called the live hard program. That's a full calendar year. Mm. And going into it, um, I was like, yeah, man, like I don't need to do this whole program. If I can do this 75 days then that proves everything I need to know, kind of the same way when we all went vegan, like I didn't do it for like any activist type of anything like that. For me, it was just like, all right, if I can make a promise to myself and keep it, then that's all I need to know. But as I generated that momentum going through it, um, I would say at least like a month or 40 days in, it was a no brainer to me that I was like, I, I can't wait to get to the next step and like really go through this entire program. So um, the, the next step is called phase one, which is going to be all the same rules plus a couple more rules. Um, and I'll be starting that next week once I get back from Utah. So I'm excited. Is how, that a, is how, that, how long has it been since you were doing it? Um, so Jake was actually with me on the first time through. Uh, we were in Sedona. And for I did 30 days, super clean, crushed it, and fell asleep at the Airbnb. It wasn't because we had a long day traveling where we were in the car eight plus hours a day. I did the workouts. I did all the hard stuff. I fell asleep without taking a fucking progress picture and had to start all the way over. Um, so total uh, 105 days. Oh shit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, so I did 30 days the first time had to start over and then, um, did all 75 and it's been about a week since I finished. And then I'm going on my birthday is in two days or three days, two days, three days. Happy birthday. Shout out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, so once I get back from Utah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and get right back on it. Well, Jimmy, I want to be the first one to uh, congratulate you on that. I think it's an incredible achievement and a happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing time in Utah. And ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let's welcome in the next special guest of the evening, my photographer and videographer and one of the most helpful people with the Elevated Movement of the I Am Jake Gagan Page. Let's welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, Bren Higuera. What's up? What's up? What's up? Brand, what what's up? up? Bren's Lens. My hey, boy. what's up, guys? How's it going over there? Brent, are you in the same house as uh, Uncle John Lucas? He's in the other room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, no, honestly, right. no, there's they, too they much got open a, space got, in that room. It looks yeah, they got a little studio walls. Now he's in Sacramento yeah. right now, but uh, I think this is a great time to announce the official news. Me, Pierce, and Brennan have put on our application for a four-bedroom apartment in the Presidio in San Francisco, and it's looking like it's going to get closed. It's looking like it's going to get closed any day. Phenomenal deal. So Brennan is going to be moving to San Francisco with Pierce and I. And guys, if you like the content that you're seeing today, wait till you see the content that we're going to be pushing out and pumping out next year. Daily. Daily. Every day. Content every day, Jake. 
And I'm looking right now at six people on the screen and all of us are creative. Scott Gagan might be the most creative and no one even knows what his project's going on right now. Um, I, I think one day we're going to be able Is to talk about an NDA about signed or do, yeah, we, do we get to hear about it? Well, you can hear about it. Man. I, I just, look, man, I, I we were talking about um, the quarantine and sort of what that's allowed you to see in yourself, you know, uh, or or it allowed you to, to sort of focus on things that you hadn't focused on before. Uh, and it allowed me to learn the game engine that I've been using or that my team has been using to create uh, a virtual reality experience. So we've been in production on it for about two years now. That's and great. right when the quarantine started, I started diving in on how to learn how to actually manipulate things within the engine myself uh, because it was starting to get on my nerves that I couldn't do it myself, right? So for about six or seven months now, I've been diving in and really figuring my way around in there. And we've just recently completed it. And uh, it looks like we're going to have our debut at the Tribeca Film Festival. Let's go. Yo, Jake, could I stop you for one second real quick? Yeah, of course, Jimmy. Dude, I, I feel like that's such a point to talk on because a lot of people have so much negativity to say about this year. And although there is a ton of negative, I think there's also a ton of opportunity. I'd love for us to kind of just go across the line. Like Scott just said, he really like honed in on that skill. Um, and I'd like to just talk about like skill development, just like what's okay. one skill you've like doubled down on um, in the last, you know, six, seven, fuck, how long has it been now? It's been eight months. Yeah. Jimmy, go ahead and start for us and then we'll go down the road to Nadim next. But Jimmy, go ahead and take it over. Um, less, uh, tactically, I would say video, right? Video production. I mean, I went from zero to almost 50,000 on TikTok and really wasn't making any videos before that. And then I would say personally, um, just as we finished talking about uh, 75 hard, discipline, because that's definitely a skill, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I would say discipline and then just video production. I love that dude. Great job. Nadim, what about you? Um, very, very similar to, to Jimmy. Um, I've honestly, it's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up, man. Um, for, you know, I, Scott said he's thankful that nobody he knows has had COVID or has had, you know, serious implications from it. And same here. I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful that nobody in my family, I've had a couple of family members actually in Lebanon um, get it pretty bad, but thank God they recovered and they're back home now. But unless you have had a you know death in the family or something because of this pandemic, I think you should just see it as a complete blessing and an opportunity to just work on improving you know different areas of your life that you're interested in, and that's you know exactly what I took the opportunity to do. Um, and for me, it's in, in you know photography and, and editing and whatnot. And then also more from, you know, a, a self discipline and fitness perspective, it's, you know, setting my goals and challenges. And since the pandemic started, I have done three, um, you know, half Ironman races. They're not like the actual Ironman race because everything has been shut down since then. But they were local, either local races or one that I had done by myself back in May to like raise money um, that I actually donated, you know, I think about $9,000 from donations to have, help feed like 
you know, the hungry in, in Orange County. Sweet. And it's been, you know, a blessing. I don't know if you remember, Jake, one time I, I told you about, you know, we're going to we're going to talk back at like, I'm going to have this funny story that, you know, I, I started, I downloaded Photoshop and I started using it while I was still working and, you know, just yeah. taught myself how to use Photoshop and then, you know, look where I am now. Like it's, you know, it's funny at the time and you think that like, okay, it's just going to be a funny, you know, story or whatever, but like, it's true. Like that's how everybody who's doing anything great now, they had to start from nothing. They had to start at some point knowing zero about whatever they became a master at. Yep. And that's what I'm trying to do for myself. Like I've been spending endless hours just with that camera, taking photos and going back, sitting down, editing, tweaking. And it's the yep. insane part of it all is I'm literally looking at shit that I produced like three weeks ago and I'm like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Yeah. And so when you are literally, like he said, able to hone in on a skill that you want to improve and you're dedicating everything you have to it and you genuinely just want to do better and, and, you know, get better every single day and in the process also like add value to other people. That's a great part of it too. That's what kind of keeps me going. Like, Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, bringing value to people. They like seeing themselves on a picture or their dog on a picture or whatever. You're a stud. But the, but the improvement that you can see in yourself is so dramatic. Yeah. And that's when you can like tie it, tie it all in together. It's like you literally can do anything you set your mind to. But most of the time you just listen to that and it's like, whatever, you kind of brush it off. Like, yeah, sure. That's LeBron James saying that, but it's not. We can all do shit that we are. Take your shirt you know. off, Adi. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's going shirt. on with the shirt? What's going on with the whole shirt? This is the first part of the of the. <laughs> Everybody, shirts off, Nadim. You just motivated the hell out of me, and I think, dude, like, I'm I'm fired up about it because I want more people to fucking do shit. Like you can. They say and it would say it takes ten thousand hours to to master something. So really the focus in all of your lives at this age should be mastering things. I mean, yes. really, I mean, if you can master things, it will take you on that ride that you're talking about, Nadine. Goes back to goes back to the initial point we talked about goal setting and whatnot, though. Yeah. Don't do it for the end goal. Don't do it to say that you're a master at this. Like enjoy the process, take it step by step, little by yeah. little. I'm not going to become a Photoshop guru overnight and I'm not yeah. interested in that either. I want to follow, you know, I want to do something I'm, I'm, I enjoy doing and get better at it every single day. And who knows? Like I would love to one day go out and fucking shoot the Olympics or something. That, but like for now, I just want to improve. That's not that far fetched though, man. You, you just have to keep on the path. Yeah. I love it, dude. And dude, that fired me up. We have ladies, if you're listening on uh, only ladies, sorry. And gentlemen, I guess I shouldn't be so, uh, <laughs> So sexist here, strictly women, <laughs> ladies. If you're listening, but uh, three of us now have our shirts off. I'm waiting for Nadim to take a shirt off. I don't know why it's still on because he's the one that got our shirts off. So here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. The shirt's coming off, and I think this is a perfect intro to introduce our next guest of the day, coming from the central coast of California, California. The 
former Santa Barbara City College Macaro, Cam Jones. Cam Jones, welcome to the show, baby. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, brother. Boy, if that noodle head don't take that shirt off. Welcome to the first annual Friendsgiving podcast, man. You know, a lot of us have known you for years. Obviously, we played baseball together at Santa Barbara City College, and I'm glad that you were able to join us today, man. What's life like? What's Thanksgiving looking like? And, uh, you know, what are the plans for uh, tomorrow's big day? Nothing much, man. I'm just uh, I'm hanging out with my mom right now for the day, a little bit tomorrow. Uh, what's it called? Her best friend is actually coming up to visit from L.A., so I'm going to spend some time with them. And then uh, dinner time, I have to go do some, you know, uh, good boyfriend stuff with my girl. So hey, what my wife up. I, I want to say something real quick. Person. Yeah, real, real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Cam, I don't know you. I just know you through these guys, and I and I listen to your shit all the time. It's really dope. You sound just as cool just talking, dude. That's you in your songs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bankroll. Got he just, <laughs> he's just talking, but he sounds cool. Hold on, guys. Very, very important question, though, for Cam Jones. For those listening at home or watching at home, Cam Jones is a musician and artist making way from the central coast of California. He's released singles like Bankroll. He's released singles like Star Power. He's released a a, a number of tracks that have reached playlists like alt rap, new and hip hop. This guy goes on and on. He's actually one of my greatest friends and he's been on the podcast before, but Cam Jones coming out with a post two days ago. And I'm going to quote you on this cam on Instagram <laughs> quote for quote. It's a drop. It's a great video. He says, I am a generation generalist artist. I'm making seventies pop tracks all 2021 to get this white people money. Y'all are fucking <laughs> Because <laughs> I need this in my life, baby. <laughs> hey, but where's your hard seltzer at? Off the hard seltzer <laughs> Is this your track that you just released? Yeah, actually retired. What inspired? Is this your track that you just released? And what inspired, like, kind of the the switch up? But not that it's a switch up. I think you're just showing that you you can be more creative in a in a different artist. You can do more things. But what kind of inspired you to make new music like this? Uh, yeah, so that song's not even out yet, but um, it's just like my day to day to day process, man. Like when I make beats, I don't really go into it like expecting anything. It's just like oh, I'm just I'm just making stuff today, and uh, th I made that song honestly back in like August or July, and uh, I was just going through like a bunch of just old school sounds, and it came up like it was a '70s synth, and so I just kind of just started chipping away, and it just sounded like very disco-y, and I was like, you know, what? let me just just take a whack at it, you know what I mean, and. I ended up really liking it, but uh, I forgot about the song. And like a few weeks ago, I was like going through my uh, my folder of like all the songs that I have, and I came across it, and I was like, "Damn, this is actually like a really, really good song because this is so different than what I usually do." And again, like just kind of showing my versatility as an artist, I think that's like always been my goal um, to not be put into a box and just kind of show people what I could do. When can we hear that? Where or when? When? Well, both really. Ben, oh, where? So, I mean, when I do drop it, it's going to be everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, you can find my stuff yeah. everywhere. Um, but I probably won't drop that song until I would like to say February, March, just because I, I got to get a video in order. I got to get my marketing team ready and all that stuff. So I, I got to make sure everything's, everything's set before the release. I only heard a tiny sliver of that off his phone, and I already like it. That's your vibe, dude. Like, like the '70s. Like, that's kind of the, the music that you sent me. And Cam, you actually met my brother Scott. His name's Scooter McGagan on there, but this is my yeah. brother Scott. He used to come to all the games. Scott, yeah. you remember? Nice to see you again. Hey, what's up, Cam? How you doing? 
And Cam, we Cam, we were talking about this like when I was on the phone with you, um, and you were kind of just talking about you know the strategy behind it. It's not like you have a song ready, you just pump it out. It's like there's marketing, there's strategy, there's like, is it the right season to release it? Can you kind of just walk me through like what goes through releasing a song? Yeah, of course, man. So I mean, so uh the people that I deal with right now, um, is Empire, and so basically they do everyone from Snoop Dogg to Young Dolph to Tiger. Oh, wow. Tiger was a part of their uh their label for a while. Uh, they actually did Kendrick Lamar's Section 80 when Kendrick Lamar was coming up. So that's kind of like my my team right now. Um, and it just really depends, man. You know, um, but usually when I turn in a song, like let's say I were to turn in a song today, it wouldn't come out till three weeks from now. Yeah. Um, so that basically goes into getting it to all the DSPs, which is uh, the digital streaming platform, Spotify, Tidal, all that stuff. Um, pitching it to playlist uh, playlisters um, over at Tidal, Spotify all that stuff. YouTube ads take about a week. Um, and that's really about it. It's just kind of just dialing in, making sure that everything's in place, everything um, is ready to go. Um, you know, make sure that things are sent to TikTok, all these different things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just like the basic TikTok. strategy, I guess you can say. It's TikTok. a whole campaign, right? Like it's literally a whole campaign each time. That's actually interesting because campaign is actually starts with your name. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Hey, exactly. We're about exactly. to really get this white, white, white folk money campaign, yeah, the distribution exactly. company. Campaign. Next question. <laughs> exactly. I love it, man. Well, uh, Kim, you know, I've asked everybody here uh, just a few staple questions. But first off, you know, I just want to know uh, one thing or maybe multiple things that that you're grateful for this holiday season. Oh, man. So, I mean, I think most of you know, or at least Jimmy knows, my mom was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer earlier in, like, March. Um, so, but she is actually done with everything. She's done with the chemo. She's done with surgery, done with radiation. So uh, that's made my holiday season coming up a, a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, you know, this last few months have been Amazing. pretty rough. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing the emotional toll and stuff. But that's, like the like, the biggest thing I'm thankful for. And, of course, man, just having great people around me. I have great friends like you, Jimmy. Um, you know, it makes a, it makes life so much easier when you have people that are, you know, headed in the same direction as you and motivate you every single day and inspire you. Um, so thank you to you guys. You know what I'm saying? And um, to top it off, too, I'm just thankful that I have um, fans that who listen to my art that I create out of my bedroom. Um, wow. I would have I never thought that in a, you know, real. you know, in a million years that like things that I can make in my bedroom um, would be touched or heard all over the world. So I'm extremely thankful for that. That's love, bro. Beautifully said. And, and I'll tell you, dude, like I like I don't listen to your music because I know you. I listen to your music because it's good. That'd and good. It, it's consistently gotten better. Like star power. Yeah, was like, Damn. Yeah. Bro, bankroll? Come on, bro. I'm trying to get that white people money or whatever. Bro, just think, think, just think uh, vinyl. Remember, vinyl. Remember we're back on yeah, I was gonna say vinyl, bro. Remember just like I remember. Vinyl was college. All and bars. I, like, and I just made that song. Just seeing all just, bars. I, think that's the, I think that's the thing that really stuck that I'm like, it's just so dope, man. Just like you know how Coach Walker would always say, like, enjoy the process, enjoy, or, you know, trust the process, trust the process. And I think it took me so long to, like, really embody that idea. Because, like, when you look back on vinyl to, like, where I am now, uh, the, that's that's the fun part. You know what I mean? The end goal is obviously where we yeah, want to hey, be. Drop the Jackie not, Robinson line, though. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I remember the Jackie Robinson line. Puffing on the black and mild. Flipping on a 42. 42. Exactly. Yeah. I'll steal your bitch and call it 42. 42. <laughs> hey, that's your biggest fan right there, Playmaker. You already knew that, though. 
But on a serious note, Cam, uh, I think I can speak for the whole group. Obviously, there's a lot of us, but you know, we're all uh, extremely grateful that your mom made it through. You know what she was going through with the breast cancer, and uh, just want to send a lot of love and blessing to you and your family. And I also want to talk to you offline. My mom, she was she started the show, the first annual uh, uh, Thanksgiving awesome. podcast, and she had breast cancer for you know however long, and she's been 20 years uh, cancer free. So I would love to connect my mom with your mom, just as a resource, you know, That's of awesome. inspiration and hope that your mom can talk. Sue's an amazing resource for that too, man. She battled through that. Definitely. And she would love to talk to your mom because she she's made it through it. She's a great resource. She'll keep it real with her. And I think she'll be a, a great message of inspiration and hope that you can make it through it. Sue was, awesome. Sue was part of a group called Your Breast Friend. Oh, your wow. Breast Friend. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's fire. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be really dope. That's sick. But I'm glad. I'm Yo, glad Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah, you've taken like a really interesting approach towards TikTok, right? I feel like a lot of artists um, use it as self promo, right? But um, you being in a position where you very easily could just be pumping your shit, you don't. Um, and I'd love for you to kind of talk through that process. And let me follow up on that real quick, like because you do calculated releases, like you'll you'll drop bankroll. And you're, you're, you're so creative that you're not just saying, hey, go stream my music. You're saying, hey, this is my new song. Tag XXX person and tell them to use this song to show off how much money they get. And you do that for all your songs. So you're, you're very creative on there. You also found your niche of dropping you know consistent different ideas that people are following and liking. So yeah, just wanted to follow up on that. Like I've noticed how creative you are, but just want to follow up on Jimmy's question. So just kind of share a little bit about your TikTok strategy and what you've been doing. Yeah, man. I just think me personally, I'd like before... Before being an artist, like obviously, like I was just I was an athlete. So before that, man, like I'm a I'm a fan of music always, like first, you know what I mean? And so I just saw I saw the TikTok or you know, the opportunity with TikTok. Um, because you know, just nowadays when you go to like different artists, there's socials, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever, there's really the only personality you really get is just them. They're trying to feed you their music, their newest music video, which is totally fine. But at the end of the day, like I when I was a kid, like I just really enjoyed finding new artists and be like, hey, like you've never heard this before. Or like, hey, like check out this song. I really took pride in like my playlist, you know? So I just found the, the, the opportunity with TikTok, especially just seeing like the landscape of how music is consumed nowadays. There's so many YouTube influencers. There's so many people on TikTok that just talk about rap. And so I just thought, well, you know, like, let me put my face, let me be the face of this. I'm Cam Jones, you know, but I could also talk about music that I like, put you guys onto music. And on top of that, if you guys do like that, then, you know, it's weird. People just find out. They, they they just think that I talk about music and that I don't even make music. So I took the whole approach as far as like, let me just talk about it. And if they like me, they'll follow me. And then eventually they'll find out that I make music. So it's like a win-win. Like, oh, it's, like, it's like a, a win-win. Long, like, I'm, I'm long game. It, it, the long game, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because I, it's in, in a sense, too, I find like a bunch of like underrated artists. So I help them get some recognition. People like that. And then I get some recognition as well from my music. So it's a win-win. At the yeah, end of the it's, day. It's, it's really day, interesting. What are you going to say? No, it's just really interesting because, yeah, you are an artist, but through. I'm sorry, cut out a little you, bit. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you fine. Um, right. But, like, through you putting out that content, not only have you become, like, a blogger or a music blog, right? right. It's right, also definitely. it's a music blog. Now you're also an A&R finding, like, underrated talent. Um, and so like you're establishing yourself, um, in the industry, not just kind of in one dimension. And as we kind of went back to how you just started that, like 
you're not putting yourself in any box. Um, right. And what, let, let's just say for whatever reason tomorrow, like, like Cam Jones, Cam Jones music just fucking goes down and all of a sudden everything you put out is fire. will like not fire. Which, Everyone else will, it, which isn't going to happen. Right. Which isn't going to happen. But let's just say if Cam Jones, the artist just couldn't generate traction, you still have established yourself in the music industry as someone right. with an ear, as someone with an ability to put out that content as well, which I think is super dope because like, like we said right there, it's the long game. And I think that's the dopest part. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, man, like, I'm not trying to, like, the artist thing is great. That's awesome. But, like, where I see, like, the plans that I have in my head, like, it's straight, like, mogul vision, like, Diddy, Jay-Z status. You know what I mean? Not only do I want to be the artist, but, like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be the, the guy, the front chairman that's over at, you know, Def Jam. But my own mm -hmm. Def Jam, you know what I mean? Or Epic Records, whatever. Studio 2, you bitch. Studio, yeah, exactly. Studio 2 is my label. It's my creative. I'm trying to be the label pimp. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. that's, that, that's kind of, like, the vision that I have with TikTok. It's just, like, it, it really has that power. Uh, you know what I mean? And I think just within the following that I've created just in this year, I think I think by the, by the end of the year, I'm going to hit 200K. I think I'm at, like, 180 right now. Um, nice. And, yeah, man, just... Holy. Holy moly, Cam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what up, Cam? And so, um, but yeah, like, the, just to piggyback <laughs> off what Jimmy said for sure, it's all, it's all about the long game. Long yep. game. And uh, shameless plug, TikTok, at I am Jay Bagan. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me. Cam, <laughs> Jimmy, you guys are all TikTok famous. Am I the only one on this podcast who's not TikTok famous? I'm yeah. not. It's all right. Get on there, guys. Let me just – so I actually just created a podcast about this, and it's going live next week, but it's talking about the benefit of social media and how you can literally change your life by posting on social media. I think both Jimmy and Cam and myself actually and Nadim, who's working his way there, uh, and all of us really are, are examples of that because Cam Jones is an artist, and it's tough to be a mu musical artist. But guess what? Every time Cam Jones posts a song, he's now pumping out to – how many followers was it? 180 what? Uh, 180 right now. So I think it's about to hit 180 like in a few seconds. Every time Cam drops a song, he's now posting it to 180,000 people. Do you realize how important that is? Every single time. So There's as nothing Cam better than traffic that you own. As Cam Jones keeps building, guess what? Cam is on an incredible path because he, he found a niche and a creative way to keep building. But as Cam keeps building, when Cam Jones wants to drop his merch, he's now dropping his merch to 350,000 people. So it's just like I created a podcast on this and I talk about that, but it's like, look, get online, get on social media, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start putting out content. Because I'll tell you one thing, guys, this, what we're doing here, it's not going anywhere. It's just getting started. Exactly. Hey, you got merch, bro? About the merch. I though. got merch. I do have merch. Yeah. He does. But when he like, but when he wants to put it out even more, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you have 350,000 and you want to drop merch, like I guarantee 10% or 5% are going to buy it. And that's 20,000 people are going to buy your merch. So it's like, once you have that audience, that's why I'm trying to build it. I don't know exactly what I want to do now, but I'm building a following and building an audience. And who knows exactly. down the road when I want to do something. The key is to stick to your roots and just always continue to like doing what you're doing. Cause you're Absolutely. like, so true. you know, like you're, you're making stuff from your room, which is like you're in your own little zone and then it goes yeah. out. That's an amazing Amazing. It's the, feeling, be it's the best feeling. It's the best feeling. When, when you finish a song and you're just like, I love this shit. I can't wait to share it. Right. Right. It's absolutely. Sharing, it's the sharing process that really is incredible. Of course. You know? Of course. Yeah. I was going to say, when you develop a platform, it's like you build your platform on your personality and you make people like you for who you are. And then once you have that set up, then you can do whatever you want. And exactly. the people are going to like you because it's coming from you. Right. Yeah. 
That's so true. And like kind of going back to what Jimmy was saying too is like I feel like a lot of artists, like they we don't really know too much about them. You know, we know their music, like we know what they look like and all that stuff, but like yeah. we don't know we don't know what they listen to, where they like to go, all these, you know, all the all the small things that like really do matter. And I feel like and I feel like me just, you know, when I'm not talking about myself on TikTok, talking about other artists or whatever, they get to see those little glimpses of me and I think that's why they like me. You know, which makes it even How could they not like you, Cam? Look at you, man. You're just... <laughs> How could they not like you? Ugly. Cam, where do you live? What happened? Where do you live? Oh, I live in Santa Maria, California. Okay. Did I do a bad introduction? Yo, I thought also, that, that's a dope coming out of Central too, Coast, California. No, no, Yo, Central, yeah, Central. We're out, that, we're on the Central Coast, but Santa Maria is like from Santa Barbara. It's like forty minutes north. Guys, I want to play a quick game real quick. I got a question for my former Vaqueros. You can make this as PG, X, or R rated as possible. This is for my four Vaqueros. Jimmy Hill first. Jimmy Hill, give me your best memory from Santa Barbara, California. Uh, me standing on the mound. Everybody doing Indian runs because the only person that lived in our house that wasn't on the baseball team cussed out a cop, and we got the rap for it. Yep. So Jimmy Hill was on the mound. Coach Walker said, "Fuck you, Jimmy Hill. Get on the mound." And made the actually, he, he said oh. he said it three times. He said, "Jimmy Hill, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Stand on the mound. Everybody else, you're running, and you're gonna watch them." Oh shit! That was hilarious. Rough. That's a good. That's a good one. Cam Jones, next. What is your top memory of Santa Barbara, California? There's too many, bro. There's way too many. <laughs> <laughs> There's way too many. Uh, I think what about the red shirts, straight to Arizona. Oh, does shit. anyone remember when Cam? I think I think that was a good one. That's probably a good one. Uh, after we played Oxnard, was it? I think it was after yeah, we signed Oxnard. the voluntary release, saying we were going with our family in LA. Yeah, we said we were going with our family in LA, oh. and me, me, Jimmy, Nolan, Peyton, and Bacon took off to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> after after we beat the shit out of Oxnard. <laughs> yeah, that was straight to the dirty tea. I'll go next. We were just talking offline on mute. No one could see it, but I was asking Lucas if he was ready. He said no, so I'm going to give him some time. So my favorite Wait, memory. Hold up. Hold up. I remember. No, I was my... going to say earlier, does anyone remember when Cam Jones came back for the fall and he was absolutely freaking yoked? Yoked. <laughs> yoked. That man was beefy, son. Cam, the people want to know where there's steroids. We were gone for two months. Cam, no, were there steroids involved? I've never, you... taken, I've never taken a steroid ever in my life. Oh, you no, you out. were with that boy, A-Rod and The Rock. I was, lifting, bro, I, was, I was just lifting twice a day, bro, and eating everything in sight. Zero diet. They're just eating as much as I can. Because I couldn't gain weight, bro. I was once, I was like 165 for the longest time, and then I finally just started eating a fuck ton that summer, and I got up to 183. <laughs> up ladies and gentlemen my nephew is on the screen if you can please look at scooter mcgagan's screen that's barkley gagan 11 years old and looking fantastic look at that black lab barkley mark say what's up he's hanging off the couch man just like half leg on a half knot Barkley joined the first annual and and guys so we have about uh tw we have about 20 minutes left that we're going to be doing on this podcast i hope you can all stick around and i just want to say real quick before i let scott jump in that we are going to be doing this every year 
the first annual Friendsgiving. Next year will be the second. We hope to do it in person next year and have video cameras. Brent and Nadim, we're going to film, stream this on all platforms. But this is the first annual. And if you guys are listening at home, first annual and many more. But Scott, Scott Gagan, go ahead. I was going to say that I was actually going to jump off and let you guys handle things, but I wanted to leave you with something else. Let's hear uh, it. Because you guys are all in your mid-20s, I'm guessing? It's early. Nadim is 28, 29. 25 on Saturday. We're all in our 20s. Keep this in mind. Later in life, your body does start to kind of break down and you don't feel as good. But when you're in your mid-20s, you don't quite understand how amazingly good it is because it's just good always, right? Yep. So just keep in mind that you got to be thankful for every single day that you wake up because you guys are in the prime and I hope you guys enjoy it, man, because I've, I've been through it and it's just, it seems like you guys are all happy and healthy and it, that's good, man. Thanks for the wisdom, Scott. Wait, what did you say, Lucas? You're not far off, man. It seems like you're doing pretty well. No, I'm doing, I, I, I honestly, I think I might be doing better now than I ever have, man. Yeah. I've got, you know, I, I, I've fin I finished something that I didn't think I was going to finish. Um, Cam, you missed that conversation. I, I just created a virtual reality experience. Oh, wow. And it's all about empathy. The, the, the entire experience is it allows you to, to see what life is like through somebody else's eyes. Um, and we've got a lot to be thankful for. So just remember that going into the experience. Absolutely. Scott, well, I can speak for all of us and we can all give you a warm welcome after this and a warm round of applause. But thank you so much for joining the first in you. I love you. I love you like a brother. That's because you're you brother. Hey, hey, one thing, if you guys are ever in LA and you, I, I can use guinea pig. So if anybody wants to come over and actually try this thing out, uh, it helps me to, to, to have people see what it is and kind of see how you live, interact. You know, I live right around the corner, man. I'm, I'm over hey, here. I'm downtown, man. I'm, I'm I'm anytime, man. Honest to God, I'd love to have, have you, have you ever see it. And Scott, does that apply for everyone that's listening? Because this will be on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, and Instagram, and the podcast platforms. Not all those. Well, I don't know all those people, so no. Will we be wearing masks? Too, man. Thanks hey, so much. Scott, good luck with your soup soup thing tomorrow. God oh, bless, man. Yeah, it's my Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's gonna be fun. Share the joy, baby. Share the joy. Take it easy. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too. Later, guys. All right, guys. We officially have 18 minutes left. I think it's really important for us to dive in and, and really, uh, you know, talk about what we are grateful for and maybe some Thanksgiving plans. So I've actually went around the room and, and talked to pretty much everyone. So I want to take this time to speak to Brennan. Uh, I've known Brennan for about four years, and we met just so randomly. It's funny how people. It was on a rock. It was on a rock in San Diego. Yeah, my friend Marcos and I were just walking down Sunset Cliffs, and you know how I am talking to everybody. I, I saw Brennan with a camera. I said, "Yo." He's like, what's up? I'm like, yo, picture of us? And so he ended up taking like just the dopest picture. And I was like, yo, you got to send that to me. And we stay connected. But Brennan and I have been working right now for the past year, year and a half. And we've known each other a couple, for couple years. years. Yeah. And I can, yeah. I can say, you know, without you, this podcast would not be where it is. Uh, you know, some of the videos and content that we got and working with brands, it wouldn't be where it is. So I just got to say, man, I'm so grateful to have met you. So grateful to wow. have seen your progress. And I'm excited for the next year where we're going to be living together and really pumping out that content. Dude, I'm grateful for you too, man. Like, I'm so happy that we're at a point now where it, we're not just creating nothing. I mean, at the beginning, we were kind of, well, I, I won't say creating nothing, but we we didn't know what we were doing and we're figuring it out day by day. And, you know, me and you talk back and forth like every hour almost. And we're just manifesting, what are we doing next? You know, we want to do this, we want to do that. And, you know, like 
you make no nothing happens unless you manifest it and you keep persistently wanting to get to that end goal, you know, and like with our content, like everything is getting better. Everything's getting higher quality. We got better gear, you know, this year in 2020 alone, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Like we, like we've been working in our bedrooms, but we've been also doing things that we probably wouldn't have been possible a year or two ago. And it's because of the chemistry that we built as a team too. Facts. And I, I honestly have to talk to Nadim too. Honestly, all you guys, but I think Jimmy was the first one that really motivated me. You know, I was sitting here working a fucking job that I hated and I just see Jimmy starting a podcast, pumping all this content. I was like, I need that. And he was the one that just showed me the ropes, told me how to do it, told me to keep creating. So Jimmy, I've told you this probably five, 10 times, but without you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. I, bro, I appreciate you and I want to acknowledge you too, right? Because I mean, I've said it a million times to you too, and there's nothing I admire more than your ability to take action, especially in uncertainty. Like you'll just go and we'll figure it out later. And that is something that one, I admire and, and try to develop more in myself, but I think would serve a lot of people if, if they allowed themselves to be okay with not being good, right? Like to be okay with like, fuck, I may not be world-class on the first try. Nobody really is right. Like, and I think everybody, because maybe it's social media or whatever it is, they have this like false sense of reality of like, oh, I got to nail this thing on the first try because so-and-so on Instagram said that they did this in two months. And it's like, that's not reality, right? And so I just want to acknowledge you for being able to step into that uncertainty. And instead of like kicking around an idea or kicking it around for months, you know, or years, like a lot of people do, you get to just fucking go. I think that's the coolest thing ever, dude. Thank you, bro. And I, I try to, you know, it's like, I, I know I'm not going to be perfect. And the way that I've always worked my whole life, I know if I get started and I build that momentum, I'll keep going and I'll figure it out along the way. And like, that's how this podcast started. The first episode was in Laguna Beach on a phone like this. I said, hey, this is my first podcast episode. I know if I record one, I'll record two. So I recorded like this. Then I bought a mic, video. And here we are, you know, a couple months later and it's six of us on a Thanksgiving podcast. So it's, it's fantastic, but thank you for acknowledging that. And then Nadim as well to you, man. Like you were the first one. When I first moved down to Laguna, you were pumping out content for me. You were creating things and sending to me to post on my story before I even woke up. You were the first one that was like, I know you remember the shoot. You go, let's go. We're this, we're this, we're this. We dripped out on your bike riding through Laguna and, you know, got the first pictures and really got me rolling on the content train. So, you know, you know how, uh, how much I love you, bro, and how much you mean to me and how much you've been there for me. So without you, Nadim, I can say like, I wouldn't be who I am as a person and I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'll piggyback off both you and Jimmy, a couple of things. I appreciate the hospitality, letting me stay with you guys for so many nights in San Diego Yep. without those moments and those experiences. I probably would still be living in Washington, D.C. right now, and the pandemic would be a, ha a whole lot different um, and a lot shittier, I would think. Um, so I'm very, very grateful for you guys. It was a small apartment, but I still was able to squeeze in, and you guys were always so welcoming and so cool, and we had you know, just amazing, amazing moments. Literally, we'd like, stay with you guys for like three weeks straight. Um, but yeah, it, it made you guys made me feel at home and it, it, it made me want to come out here and move to California. And I think it's been one of the best decisions ever um, in the last two years for me. And then also to thank Jimmy specifically um, for introducing me to. Well, I mean, yeah, I think Jimmy was the first one on that on that bandwagon. But the Gary V train. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I was one of the people, you know, you know, Gary Vee in his talks when he always asked like, how many of you like thought I was like some, you know, he used to be salesman, blah, blah, blah. Like that's the first impression I got of Gary V too. It was like, I was just focused on this like high energy, New Jersey mentality. I'm like, fuck this guy. And then, you know, I kept on seeing stuff that Jimmy was posting and, and whatever. And started pumping that shit in my, in my, my ears, like 24 seven, you know, I wake up, I shower, I throw on Gary V speech. I'm working, I'm editing photos. I'm throwing on Gary V stuff. And just hearing that over and over and understanding like, hey, dude, success is not that you've been working at Citrix or that you've made that much money or that, you know, you, you drive a certain car. Happiness is like so much more important than that. And, you know, following your, your passion or something that you're, you know, your dream or something that makes you happy is so much more important than living a certain lifestyle or having a bougie car or whatever and I wouldn't have made the leap if it wasn't for all those crazy ass factors that kind of all tied in together yeah. to give me the confidence and the courage to like leave a job that I've had for 10, 10 years, comfortable as hell, making good money. Don't yeah. ever look at my you know cell phone bill. Don't ever think about, you know, anything to quitting all of that, getting rid of the car, getting rid of that bougie lifestyle, no gym, no massage, no crap to really do something that I love. Bougie. And I'm like happy as I've ever been in the last like 10 years, probably. So thank you guys. I love that. I love that. Dude. And, uh, Yo, do you, do you mind? Do you mind if one, I want to acknowledge multiple people on that, but one, I want to acknowledge you because in those times where you were coming to visit us, it was um, not to say that like, I didn't have a bunch, but the, the environment that I grew up in, everybody is kind of out for themselves. And you were one of the like first real examples in my life of like being kind and like really giving without expectation and, and looking for every opportunity to serve. And that rubbed off on me in a major way. So one, Nadim, like I want to acknowledge you for that. And then two, um, uh, as we talk about kind of the Gary Vee thing there, I, I always kind of give credit to Gary Vee when it, comes to hopping on TikTok and being able to grow that audience. But there, there were two real play, players there and it was Gary and it was Cam, right? So like, shout out, shout out to you, Cam, for um, not saying, hey, you need to get on this, but just leading by example and just doing your own thing. Because I think that is the greatest form of leadership. It's not what you say, it, it's what you do. And leading by example really is the only way. And whether you realize it or not, you light me up and you inspire me to want to do more and, and to step out of my comfort zone and to create and ultimately serve. So um, appreciate both of you guys, man. I appreciate everybody on this call, but that was just kind of what came to mind as as you were speaking there. Big love. Love, you, love. love you, Brody. And I, the only person I have not acknowledged yet to, to come on the podcast is Cam Jones. Um, and Cam, I just got to say, bro, like you've kept it real with me and pretty much everyone else from day one. You always, you've always been a true friend. You know, when I first started this podcast, I hit you up. I hit up a lot of people and I was like, Hey, would you mind coming on the podcast? You were the first one to say, yes, you came on the show. I think that was probably one of our best episodes. Like me and you were just talking and like, we really went into depths and like had a great time. But I, I just want to say, I'm grateful for your friendship, but I'm also so proud of you because I you're just doing so well, dude. 
you're really doing so well. You're making such amazing work and you're going to be the next biggest rapper. And I know that's not what you look for, but you're, you're just destined for greatness, bro. You're progressing so much. You're doing such incredible work. And from the bottom of my heart, bro, I'm so proud of you and I'll always be one of your biggest supporters, but I'm just grateful for you as a person and as a friend. Likewise, brother. I appreciate that so much. I really do. Man. Thank you. Thank you guys. I, yo, I just, Cam, I was about I to just smiled. My bad, Jimmy. No, go for I, it. I just, no, real quick. I just, I just smiled like a little bit when Jake, you were saying that to Cam. I just feel like this whole thing was like so awesome to be a part of. So thank you for doing that, Jake, honestly, yeah. and, and putting together this one hour talk or whatever you want to thank call you. it. It was your idea. So thank you. I just, I just kind of texted that to you. I didn't know what to like, what would to, to expect, but like, you know, I think in, in, in times like these, especially it's like so important to like keep proactively, like encouraging one another and like pointing out the positive things that, we are doing and and the progress that we are all making like we don't hear it enough you know we don't hear it enough you usually hear the negative stuff and we are individually so competitive and so driven that i'm sure every single one of you like myself are probably very hard on yourselves and you're always like beating yourself up over like missing a workout or beating yourself up because the music is not exactly how you wanted it or whatever or you ate pizza instead of a salad like shit, man we are good people doing some good things and, and adding value to other people. And like, it just brought a smile to my face and I'm hoping that we can keep doing that more and, and keep inspiring other people to do the same. Um, so yeah, at least just like documenting, you know? Yeah. And I think that that resonated too. Cause I, when you were talking about that, Nadim, I looked around, and I was looking at all these squares and people here and it's like, we're all doing so well. You know, we're all doing so well. We're all so young. We're all so driven. We're all so inspired. Like we're all doing our own unique things. Brennan's making videography and content. Nadim's making photography and videography. Jimmy's doing his thing with baseball content. Cam's making music. Lucas is playing pro baseball. I'm working and making content. Like we're all doing so well. You know, it's like we're all doing so well. I think that's the point of this podcast and the point of this holiday is like to really not only be thankful for our friends and family like we're doing, but also be thankful for ourselves. you know? Like we're all doing so well. We should take some time to be thankful for ourselves. And I'm just grateful that all of you guys came on the show today. This was a lot of fun. It started with my mom. Uh, so we'll post the video on the podcast tomorrow on Thanksgiving day. It started with my mom. It led into Nadim and then Scott and Jimmy joined and Brennan and Cam and Lucas. So we've really had a great time and we just hit that two hour mark. So I want to, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for joining and uh, wishing you guys all a Thanksgiving. And for anybody wishing at home, thanks for tuning in. If you stayed this long, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. From the Happy first Thanksgiving, guys. Friendsgiving podcast, the Elevated Movement Podcast. Yes, sir. Much Thank love. Guys. We'll talk to you soon. Love you all. Love you all, too. Take it easy. Peace, man. What is up, everybody? And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Elevated Movement Podcast. We hope that this episode that you just listened to can add some value to your life in some way, shape, or form. And if you did enjoy this episode, we kindly ask that you can subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with your friends. I'd also love to hear your feedback on social media as well. You can find me on Instagram at Elevated Movement. That's Elevated MVMT. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of the Elevated Movement Podcast.